Whether you're on the go with a summer vacation or decide to spend your free time with a staycation, the No-So's got you covered. Relive your favorite era of wrestling with New Gen on a Mission, Wrestling Warzone, Extreme Three-Way Dance, or the Ruthlessly Aggressive Podcast. Keep in touch with the modern era with GC-Dub, Clotheslines and Headlines, you know what that means, and Viewer's Choice. Or sit down and nerd out with No Holds Barred, WWE War, or The Wrestler That Was. It's summertime, and the living is easy. Because you've got the North-South Connection. NorthSouthConnection.com The World Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. What's our name? Welcome to the New Gen Mission Podcast on the North South Connection. I'm Tim Slanka. I'm JP. Thanks again for joining us. As always, we're on the journey to relive the new generation era to find the best and the worst of the wrestling time period often forgotten. Brennan Sean Survivor Series 92, Brennan Sean Survivor Series 97. Look beyond the pay-per-views, examine the weekly TV, see what worked, what could have worked, and what failed. JP, how's the summer treating you? Uh, pretty good, man. Uh, we're about to be in that like dull-ass sports period where it's just yes. baseball. Yes. Um, and unfortunately for us, it's not going so well right now. Uh, it is not. It is not for the Cubbies. Yeah, and you think, like, what sucks, too, like, Father's Day is coming up this this Sunday, and we're, that's, like, the only sport they give us for Father's Day, too. Like, yeah. they should have put Father's Day in September or, or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It, yeah, it's definitely uh Sometimes the NBA Finals, but or, you know, hockey yeah. will be around, but... I don't think they're going to make it to there. Right. Uh, uh, I, by Sunday, like even if the even if each team stole a game, like I, yeah. I think it's only going to go to like Friday maybe. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So the dull part of sports, but going to be on the summer. I was just on a mini vacation last weekend with the family, like quick lake house visit, and then yeah. Uh, fortunately, I hurt my leg two weeks before. Oh shit. Uh, it, but I think I'm going to be okay. A doctor's visit tomorrow to make sure. But it was. It was not the Achilles, which could have been a rough one. Yeah, so, I was gonna say, what luckily, well, what, did you, what happened? A ruptured calf muscle, but I'm kind of thinking it was just a sprain that I just misdiagnosed it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm going to doctor tomorrow, hopefully just to do it, but definitely not the Achilles. No surgery needed, so that's that's good. So start to put pressure so that, on. Start to put pressure that, on it. So that's a that's a good a good future. Right. Well, that that uh that forty came and whipped your ass real quick, didn't it? Definitely, definitely did. <laughs> yeah. Real quick. Playing basketball and the, they're like, oh, did you jump or did you know, you know, trying to block a shot? I was like, I was walking backwards, waiting for the inbound pass. That's what took oh, me. That, down, so. Yeah, that's that's what <laughs> happened to me. I I, I backpedaled in football and then. As I went to go forward, yep. my Achilles exploded. Just so I'm like, okay, yeah. well, this is what old age gets you, I guess. Yeah, so. yeah. And they were like, "Oh, did you hear a pop?" And I was like, "It was loud. I'm old. Like it's you know, right, loud at the right. gym. I don't know. Good. Right. <laughs> I hear a lot of things. So, exactly. so old man. Yeah, that, that's the that's the famous Seinfeld line from Uncle Leo. I'm an I'm an old man. I'm mean, Yeah, I don't know anything. So. Yeah. Oh, you don't yeah. know Seinfeld like that. Oh, I oh I know that one. I'm just saying, oh. yeah, I know that. I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, when about he's exactly. yeah when he's yeah. in the bookstore. Yeah, yeah, stealing that's, stuff. That's yeah, the excuse so to get I'm out so old. Of yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm so. to use that. I, I I used to not be an Uncle Leo fan, but I think I've uh, converted. Right. <laughs> right. Everyone's an anti semite. He was he was he was wiser than he thought. So. Right. Uh, all right. Should we move on to our post WrestleMania uh, Raws and Superstars? Yes, sir. So kind of similar. You know, we've done this 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 go around once before. Going into you know WrestleMania nine into the WrestleMania uh, just King of the Ring where the first yeah. couple weeks they don't really have like King of the Ring like I don't remember seeing a single ad for it maybe you caught one but they kind of no, do the no. post WrestleMania and then it looks like the following week we'll start getting into some of the qualifying stuff so right. uh, but kind of interesting there they kind of did it similar to last year where uh, you know this is kind of it this next year they'll have the in your house after WrestleMania to to kind of pump up so they kind of kill off some of the doldrums that we've you know if you heard on the old place to bees, uh, you know, the doldrums of like the 91 summer, the 92 summers, like we'll see right. if this doesn't happen here. So be interesting to see. So we start off live, which is great. It's March 21st, uh, live at the Poughkeepsie, New, New York. They're, they're here a lot. So pretty cool to see a live after the pay-per-view. So, um, uh, do you want me to take this first? Yeah. First yeah, of course. Right. 
I, I thought so. I was double checking. Yeah. So, love, love that we get Macho Man. Vince's voice is starting to go. He'll definitely the superstars lose it. And I read in the Observer that Vince recorded so much that he had no voice all weekend. So, uh, but Macho jokes about how the crush is hung upside down. Uh, so pretty good start to go. And then we get the Bushwhackers mm. coming out, which, okay, it's hot to get the crowd to start it. So I kind of like that. You know, the crowd's definitely into it. For some reason, it's non-title, which I, I don't know why that would be, right? Right. Uh, and then we get, uh, you know, kind of a, a crappy finish. Uh, and I have to double check that it's, uh, you know, a crappy kind of cheating finish. They don't even go over, like, clean on them. Um, right. You know, can I, you know, kind of winning on a cheap move. Uh, the crowd is definitely into the Bushwhacker, so I like that it keeps the crowd hot, but it's a really bizarre thing. At the end, we get Captain Lou out there, and he challenges. He says he's going to find a tag team, and he's going to challenge the Quebecers, and that. Captain Lou is going to bring a title to them. So what's really weird is like no re- – none of the mission – do they win at WrestleMania or no? I don't even remember. They won by disqualification. Right. So like why yeah. are they not getting the title shot? Why is or Captain Lou not – yeah, count out I think. Yeah, why is Captain yeah. Lou not – yeah, because we're making fun of them for not bringing them back in the ring. But right. why is Captain Lou like not bringing out men on mission? Why are they, you know, getting shit on? So it's a really, really rough start. I, I do like the Bushwhackers. And there's another guy that comes out later that I think gives energy to the crowd. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. being non-title and then kind of blowing off men on the mission and your hottest match off the WrestleMania is just really weird. So it was 10 minutes long, rough start. They even do a commercial break in there. So a little bit too much, but uh, I, not the worst thing I've ever seen. So Yeah, so me hating the Bushwhackers so much probably is why I was more surprised with this. Like yeah. your, your, your surprise probably isn't as much. I actually kind of like this match, like, even though it was like two segments and it it, it was kind of long for the Bushwhackers, it's like they just don't. I don't know if like somebody missed the show or if they had a mix up, but it's like they took the veterans out there and said, "Hey, just hold on for a few minutes and work like a old school solid tag match." Yep. And that's kind of just how it felt like it was like the old school just like a house show match. So, um, it wasn't the worst. And like you said, yeah, kind of a shit finish that they had to do against. The Bushwhackers doesn't really put them over strong. Right. Um, and then the whole Albano thing sucked. Like, he's saying, like, he's going to – he's saying, like, if I can get two guys put together, um, you'll challenge them. So he's – like, it's – we'll see later on. Anyway, yeah. But he's insinuating that he's going to create a team or, like, somebody new's coming in or, yeah. or something like that. He's not, like, sounding like what's going to happen. So – I wonder if something else was supposed to happen or like the I, crowd I definitely do the crowd yeah. popped for it. Like when he said right. that, right? Hey, I'm getting like uh, whenever Albano is like he's a relic of the olden days, but he's a known a known person. Uh, you know what yeah. I mean? Like he's not like someone way off the edge. Like he's a known commodity. So, and, and I, I was looking through like Herb De- Herb Tunes like, like tidbits. I was looking through everything to see if I could find like a. <laughs> a rumored team coming in or something yeah, else. Yeah, nothing. I'm like, yeah, no, and it's the way they built it. It just feels like that's what it should have been. Yeah. But, um, you know, we'll see later on. So, yeah, that that can't like. I guess that leaves at least a little bit of intrigue. I guess going forward as to what could happen. So, yeah, um, like what does happen makes it worse. But as as of right now, it's not too bad. Um, from there we get a uh, Tatanka versus Chris Hamrick match. And Chris Hamrick, like, he goes on to be, like, a a solid guy in, like, the southern indies. And then, like, he's even in, like, ECW for a little bit. Um, he's not, like, you know, well-known name. But he's a, he's a solid, okay. solid worker. And I, as soon as this, I saw this match, I, I, my first note was, um, I'm hoping we see the bump. Because Chris Hamrick has a signature bump, kind of like Harley Race does. and stuff. Okay. So, like, um like where he died, like falls to the ropes and we see it. So Tatanka comes out and like his look with this headdress is so awesome to me. Like I right. feel like it just like really solidifies the character. And then bam, like I said, we see the bump where like Chris Hamrick just like slides his whole body in between the top and the middle rope and just busts right on his back. And like even McMahon and um, Macho say like, "Oh, this guy's trying to make a name for himself." So okay. I, I feel like they're you know no, giving notice to the jobber because of this bump. So it's kind of making a name for himself or whatever. But um, Tatanka wins eventually in a decent little squash. Nothing like crazy, but 
definitely go out of your way to to see that bump if you haven't ever seen the uh the famous Chris Hamrick bump. It's a really pretty sick spot, but yeah, um, I, I'll just take the next. Obviously, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you're you're more of an indie guy, so I don't really know of him. But yeah, interesting to see. Uh, and it's funny with the commentary about saying like try to make a name for himself, which is kind of funny. So yeah, he he's um he's kind of known like ECW kind of like uh, I don't know what else he was in. I, he might have been in like early TNA. I think they had like a Southern Comfort tag team. Like he was just okay. a, a fun little worker. So I kind of popped just seeing him. I hope we. I know he has a match with like one two three kid where he does that bump too. So I okay. wonder if that's coming up or not. But um, he's just a, a fun jobber to watch for me. All right. Um, I'll have to look at this guy. Get, I know I'm yeah, doing. Yeah. I, know, I know I'm doing at work tomorrow instead of uh, working. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> um, so an, an, another another fun guy in my category uh, is Diesel. We get him next uh, versus a, a jobber. So I'm starting to feel like he's a bigger character. Like I've said it, you know, often, but it just really feels like like Vince or whoever's just really in love with Diesel. Like almost as much as Sean. Like I feel like he's like the new shiny toy. Yeah, um, definitely. You know, and, and I feel like he, he's like really feeling the character now. Like he's bought into it, so that make like it comes across that way. Um, he wins with the jackknife. Like he kind of does like a falling version of it too. So he doesn't really have that down yet. So it'll be kind of interesting to see like as, as that goes. Um, and he was just more animated and stuff too as it, as the match went on. So I just feel like uh, the character is getting better in ring. Is not really the best or anything yet, but. Um, I just feel like we're starting to see like the diesel that we grown to know um, kind of taking shape now. So it's going to be pretty yeah. fun to watch that going forward. Yeah. And uh, the only thing they, they did talk about this, that how Sean's kind of good. They kind of randomly mentioned it, but that Sean's going to be out of action. Like they kind mm-hmm. of throw that in there like, oh, Sean's not going to be around. So it's kind of weird. They've switched from that again. Just a weird. We talked to Mania. Why is diesel not at WrestleMania like fighting? What, they have right. so much. They have so much going on for him, so uh, uh, yeah, so definitely very weird. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, so th- yep. in between, we've kind of sorry. In between, we kind of have a couple uh, highlights throughout the, the WrestleMania. Pump up the encore for the following Monday. They're really on the on the highlight films, really showing off the championships. So like trying to show off Luger and Perfect. So they're definitely going to build that feud, right? It's a it's a high thing, and then show you know Brett winning. So that's kind of what they do, and then we get a Bret Hart interview. Uh, you know, I joke that there's some cheap, cheap fireworks in here. It's, uh, you know, not, not the classic fireworks you see from, like, WCW, but kind of introduce him as the champion. They they brush off, you know, that he won. He beat Yoko. It was a tough battle. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know, his, his brother took him out. So, okay promo, but if you're going to do the night after WrestleMania, it's perfect to have him kind of come out. I don't know if you need him fighting, right, like, the night after to have him beat some job or have already kind of established him enough. So I think this is the perfect right. uh, kind of kind of thing. Hey, show off the champion. Everyone's very well. Who won the championship? They kind of gave the highlight video before that to show that, like, there's a lot of controversy. So I, th- I think they do a good job there. Uh, but, again, it just makes Luger look like a loser. Uh, that'll be a common thing throughout these episodes is, you know, Lex loser. So, uh Right. Interview and it gets over the point of it, right? Hey, there's a new champion. Go, go buy WrestleMania to find out how and why. And then also giving like some hints that Owen, Owen did something amazing against Brett. So it's his kind of next challenge. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's the best part of it is that they drove home that, um, Brett and Owen is still going to be like an yep. ongoing thing. Not, it's yep. not just a, a fluke. One thing. Like, yep. So, you know, and kind of Yoko is kind of a, I think of the past at this point too. So, you know, giving him that sh- shitty finish, falling off the top, like I, th- I think they're just kind of down on him as a, as a whole. I, yeah. don't, I don't even know if he's going to be like in the title picture. Yeah, um, we'll see. Yeah, I'll be interested to see if there's like a rematch or anything, like or what right. he gets brought up as. So, uh, definitely interesting. So then we get another return, which I had no idea this was happening. But Coco Beware <laughs> comes here. out. I was like, did I hear his music? And I was right. like, maybe Double J stole his music or something. But no. Flat, straight up Coco Beware comes yeah. returning. Again, a guy like the Bushwhackers, it's kind of cool. Maybe they're trying to go with like relics of like people are tuning in because they heard WrestleMania the night before and show, okay, what's well, that? All these guys you've never heard of before. I, I don't know why you throw the Bushwhackers and Coco Beware and, and a thing, but I think these guys could have worked a lot uh, in this new generation era, right? Like yes, some of yes. these older guys that get the crowd into it. 
put guys over. So it's interesting to see if we'll see him ever again. I was not expecting this, but I thought he had the crowd into him. Uh, I, I thought it gave Double J, which guy has been struggling to kind of get over as a heel. I thought it gave him some credibility. Um, and then after the match, Double J starts going after Macho, so maybe set a little feud up with there. But then Macho mm-hmm. and Coco took him out. Mach, uh, Coco, after the match, was, like, hugging Macho, like, really good spirit. So I think, it, like, he thought, it, like, this killed because the crowd was into him and the Bushwhacker. So, you know, these we talk about these two guys. We talk about men on a mission. These guys are kind of over, and then they just kind of do nothing with them. Um, kind of interesting. Right. So fun match, like, for a five-minute match, and definitely gave some validity to, uh, you know, Double J and Coco, of course, is just laying down for the, the proper uh, ranks ahead of him. So he's he's great. I love him. Uh, and was super happy, so happy for him in this match. Yeah, Coco could be a um, because Jerry Jarrett's like involved, and he's yeah, like yeah. this guy. Like that could be like his calling. Like, hey, you know, come help make my son look good. Um, <laughs> That's a great point. Know, yeah, they, they've worked together. Like he knows he, he can trust him to kind of you know help him look good. So I don't. I totally did not expect to see him in 1994. Oh, I died laughing when I heard the music. I heard the yeah. music. It's like, no way. What is happening? So yeah. So, I, I, but I'm. A, I I got hope we see them more because yeah. Like you said, like they serve a good purpose. Like you know, when you're in this new generation like, era, the jobbers. Like yeah, I, I get like the whole flabby jobbers, but like your Chris Hamricks, your Coco Beware, like those are the better like guys to take the falls. More athletic guys that can kind of keep up with this new style. So. Maybe we will see him more uh, going forward. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, so um, that's anything else for Raw that you had? Or, uh, no. About superstars. All right, I'll move on to Superstars 326 Raw uh, taped, uh, obviously, before WrestleMania, as, as both these superstars will be back in uh, February 22nd, back in Pennsylvania. So we start off right away uh, with stills of the WrestleMania, just kind of showing Bret Hart winning. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we get a brand new commercial, I think. I felt like uh, maybe, yes. maybe I missed this so commercial, open. but definitely, yeah. definitely felt like a new Superstars open. Kind of some of the new wrestlers, like Men on the Missions out there, Bret Hart, Owen Hart. So really showing off. Vince says, you know, we got the new decade, uh, new music, so definitely coming out. And then we come out with the biggest loser, uh, Lex Luger. Uh, and King is just all over him, calling him Lex Luger, loser throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vince with no voice throughout the superstars because I, I heard you know again rather observer that he did the voiceovers on the Tuesday so mania then into raw and then into uh, into uh, into the superstars so he, he has no voice throughout it but just talks about how Luger was robbed of by perfect and Luger should have faced Brett which again thought that would have been the cooler ending match right uh, and then here again Luger gets the win but again using the torture rack God I never would have thought that like. You would have quizzed me and been like, what's his finishing move? I would never said torture rack. In the WWE. Same here. Don't remember it. So kind of cool. I always thought it was a WCW move. Yeah, right. So kind of cool, like, thinking about it, like, that he's using it already here. But I just don't remember this. So right. uh, kind of cool. He looks he, he definitely an over move, but the crowd is, like, not really into it because they don't think it's a finisher, probably because he's never done it before. But right. see if it kind of gets over if this is, like, a, a drop in the pan. I mean, Luger is pretty strong, so it's pretty cool with him lifting the guy up and, like, doing it. So I wonder if it'll get over if this is like a short term thing. Well, it's like like in WCW though, like they use that move so well. Like they used it, like you know he he he'd be against the Giant or he'd be against yep. uh, like Scott Norton or somebody like that. And they're like, is he gonna be able to rack them? And then he'd eventually get them up. So it like played into the psychology of the match. And here it's just you know another move. So um, we'll see. I guess going forward, I guess you know maybe he's not as featured, but. We'll see if that move does get over going forward. Um, so after that squash, we had a, another Diesel squash. So just kind of furthering his character a little bit, just kind of keeping him on TV. Um, you know, just kind of making the audience aware of him more. So nothing crazy with that match. And then we get a uh, Tataka versus Quang match kind of come out of nowhere. Um, I thought this was kind of, yeah, I thought this was kind of a fun little back and forth at first. Like, um, Quang's not like, you you know, you're not, he's not going to light the world on fire as a worker, but I think he's like active enough and, and like fun enough to watch. Like he's not boring, I guess. Yeah. Um, 
like the the highlight of this match though is IRS. Like IRS comes down <laughs> and claims that uh Tatanka needs or has to claim taxes to be paid on the headdress as a as a gift. I I thought this was so awesome. Like IRS when he like when he buys into the cheese, like when he Oh so bad. You know. And it's or, so I mean, good. in like, a good in a good a good way, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, so cheesy bad. Yeah, sorry. This guy is someone I never would have thought I would have liked. Like I always because he's so like sweaty and he has a tie and he does a clothesline for a finish and everything. I'm like, I just don't have any use for him. But his character work is some of the best right now, like in the whole company. And um, because it's, it's purposely cheesy. And what the the reactions he gets. I mean, we talked about Coco and Bushwhackers getting huge reaction. He gets yes. the negative heat. And it's not yes. one, two, three, go away heat. You know, it's not X Pac dead heat. This is a we literally hate you. Yeah, like, it's so true I think heel. that's you know right. Yeah, it's a true heel, right? Yeah, it's 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 awesome. And then like Tatanka goes out and starts brawling with him and Vince calls it a double count out for some reason. Like <laughs> Quang wasn't out there brawling. Like, I don't know what what why that happened. So like um and then I, I just had in my notes like I kinda like this feud. I like this IRS Tatanka feud. Like it's so um it's so like there's such a dichotomy of like Tatanka's like how over he is with the crowd and how much IRS is hated. Like it's just a perfect match. Like for both guys, like in this period of their um, tenure or whatever, like it just makes perfect sense to mix these two together for like a fun little mid card feud. So I'm, I'm pretty excited. I'm like, I never, you could have asked me if you could have run down all the feud combinations of our whole era. And I would have been like IRS Tatanka is probably like towards the bottom, but yeah. I'm actually like excited to see how this plays out um, yeah. going forward. Yeah, great, 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 great analysis. I love it. I love what you're saying there is uh, about IRS. Uh, before the match too, they did IRS tax cheats, like a, a promo we sent to the desk. Oh yeah, kind of that one's more cheesier, but it just gives the character work, right? Like yeah, kind of stupid. I, my first note is <laughs> Tatanka versus Quang question mark. Right? It's like right. what the hell is this? Um, then Vince was also I, I begin to Vin, under think Vince he must be issued with a steroid trial because he doesn't seem to know anything he about is. wrestling. He Quank spits the green mist and he's like lost. Like he's right. like, why is he doing that? It's like, right. dude, the guy's been around for like four months doing this. Uh, I did I did write the crowd was kind of dead for this match. Like I thought Tataka is usually well over. Like he did an awesome chop to Quang like with like a lot of noise. There was no like no no pickup for the crowd. Uh, right. But then when the IRS came out, the crowd was massively into that. So I thought that was kind of a weird crowd because Tatanka, we felt like, has been so over. But whatever reason, this crowd was kind of dead. It's probably just a long taping, and they're just kind of sick of stuff. And obviously, Quang hasn't really been established. But, um, yeah, really good point on your as well about the Vince not understanding the finish. Like, I just don't think he understands wrestling. Uh, no. Oh, he's <laughs> probably stressed the fuck out right now, too, because he is, like, in those Herb Coons things, like, I was reading, like, he's going through the steroid trial. Yeah, yeah. They're, like... Um, Transferring assets and... Right, and then they're measuring, like, the replacement. If, indeed, he does go to jail, they're kind of, like, weighing their options. So, like, yeah. I was like, okay, so that's going on in the background right now. Um, So it's kind of interesting that you brought that up about Vince, because it does, it does kind of play into it. Um, as to what's going on. Yep. And then we get a couple more uh, squash matches. We get smoking guns. Um, look pretty good here. Uh, I thought it's that, but uh, they're kind of out there doing nothing. They've kind of been a team that's just been like waddling yeah. throughout. And we talk like a list of the wrestling war zone and like in 96, they're still like waddling out there. So definitely a team I've never really been a big fan of. And this is kind of proving it just like nothingness. Uh, mm-hmm. They had a cool then t- Todd Pettengill interview where he was backstage at WrestleMania. And they do a bunch of uh, uh, backstage interviews at WrestleMania, so I assume taped probably s- same day or before WrestleMania even. Uh, interesting, Piper has one where he's on definitely like tons of cocaine. But he, oh, talks yeah. about, he talks about Hulk Hogan, which is just crazy because they have not brought up Hogan in about a year, and he just talks about that he has no hair uh, from him. Uh, the paper right. got rid of him. He said he's a big part of WrestleMania 1, so really interesting there. And then Owen won where he says he could, he beat Brett, he'll beat him again, and this time he'll be champion after that. Um, and then we get Owen Hart, uh, a quick match. Uh, Vince says he's on a roll from winning, so that's that's pretty cool. Uh, and right. Owen says that too. Like He's like, I'm on a roll. Uh, wins are the sharpshooter, so definitely try to establish that as his finishing move. We'll see how long that goes. 
Uh, and then we get uh, some more WrestleMania stuff, looking at FanFest. Uh, and then dub- next week they do a promo for Double J uh, that he's going to face Sparky Plug. So uh, interesting there, uh, random feud, especially if they just had Double J feuding with uh, Coco Beware. So interesting. And Macho there. Man, yeah. Yeah, Macho Man. So interesting, yeah, they're kind of going with him there. So anything yeah, well, else? No, it's like what you said, like Jared and Holly, like I wish that was the feud. I don't think it ends up being the feud. Yeah. I kind of like got spoiled by looking at those, her, the tidbits a little bit of what happens. Um, it kind of like shifts to another person, but yeah, it's a, it's a little like it's, it's part of that like multi feud thing they have going on because I think, I think they do it because the tapings are so far behind. Yeah. And they kind of just lose track of, you know, the mid card stuff, I guess, but we'll just see how that plays out. Okay. So, uh, you ready to go on to Raw? Yep, let's move on to Raw. Alright, so we got the, uh, 328 Raw, and that opens with, uh, DiBiase paying for front row seats, so he's kinda like in the crowd again. I don't know why he's in the crowd as, as, like, you know, we've seen like Nikolai and stuff sitting in the crowd, so him just coming out there to, to watch, I guess, he's been a commentator, like he could have, uh, sat with Vince or whatever, like he, he, he didn't have to do that. I, I, I'm yeah. pretty sure he's paid by them, so um, that was kind of weird. Um, we do have Cornette on commentary for this too, so we're getting like a, a bit of a rotating. Like we've had Polo, we got Cornette, yeah. so you they know we got like find different their, people. They can't seem to find their footing there. I think right, yeah. and they haven't since since Raw's been out. Like since we've had Bartlett and we've had Bobby and we've had like all these different people. It's like, you know, like I, everybody kind of wants to like shit on King and JR, like is because they're, you know, I, I guess it's a popular thing to do, but think about like how long they were trying to find a groove with guys until they, they hit on those two. Um, and they weren't even together like crazy long when you think about it, but yeah, yeah. like they were actually the best when, when you look at all these different combinations they tried. So, um, this we get like a really high profile match to start surprisingly with uh yes Rick Martel versus Lex Luger so and they had pumped it just real quick they had pumped it up on both superstars and Raw right. before so they had pumped this match up for some reason like this was a big to do so they did give some publicity it makes no sense why they're fighting but they did right, right. like it, it is a cold match but i thought these two like worked really well together for some reason like yep. just the just the way like Martel is obviously a great worker and, and Luger, like, he gets shit on too unjustly. Like, I think he's, he's, does place his role really well. Like, he's not, you know, he's not gonna lead guys, um, to great matches, but he does play his role really well. So, I just feel like these two, like, put out a pretty solid match to start with. Um, it's kinda weird that Martel's kinda playing a jobber right now too, when he has such a good character still. Um, so like, you know, Luger wins with the rack, kinda like jobs him out. I didn't really expect a clean finish with with Martel because he's not like one of the smaller jobber name yeah, yeah. guys. So that was, I guess, they're trying to keep Luger strong. Um, maybe they just don't know like what they want still uh, out of him in the title picture. Like maybe they're trying to keep him strong in case Brett's not can't carry it. You know? Like, yeah. Because don't call him Lex Luger. But don't call him Lex Loser. Right. Don't right. do that. Right. Like. You're right. Uh, yeah. Don't, it, well, that's the thing, right? So, like, they're half pregnant with him. Like, they're, yeah. they're you know, like, and you know, I've referenced these tidbits like five times already, but he even says, like, they plan for Luger to win the belt. They have, like, everything ready. So, it really must have, like, just pissed them off that he kind of blurted that out or whatever. And they're just kind of giving punishment, I guess. But he's your asset. Like, you know, keep him hot, keep him going forward. And, you yeah. can have a babyface feud if you if you have to. Have have Luger challenge Owen or something, you know, like that could have been a, a solid little program, but um Yeah. Can you hear me again? Sorry. I, the, yeah, yeah, I yeah. My headphone. There were some noises on my headphones, so I just want to make sure I uh you can hear me better. Yeah. Definitely weird. I, I get you're gotta be heelish to them, but you don't have to call like a loser. Right. right. Like I, it, it actually works really easy, so it, it's not hard to do, but I, yeah. I think you gotta give still show him some credibility. I maybe they're trying to reestablish it's just a weird match, like uh to reestablish and uh and but Vince does do a good job of this, keep saying that that um 
the Luger was robbed by Perfect, it would just be great if Perfect came out and like distracted him this during this match or anything. Like so they're setting mm-hmm. up a view that just seems like Vince is trying to push that over, but like I wonder if we'll even see Perfect. Yeah, I don't I don't remember Perfect at all. I I don't remember anything in ninety four of Perfect outside of being the ref. Or ninety five really. Yeah, right, yeah. I I, I just remember him in the like Triple H angle and stuff in ninety six or as like a a commentator or whatever, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll be curious to see if this does get scrapped or if Luger moves on to something else, but they are kind of pushing that, like you said, like he got screwed and, um, just to keep them strong, I guess. But then just to follow that up real quick, they do have a quick, uh, and it's not really that quick. It's kind of a longer squash, but Owen versus another jobber. Yeah. Um, and, it's just weird. Like they, they pan the DiBiase kind of sitting in the crowd again, and like it's kind of going over what, like him trying to pay for everything. And I guess they're reestablishing his character because of what's to come. Like, like you know, we we know what's to come, but um, it's just I guess they're just planting the seeds. I guess you could say, but just kind of weird way of him like sitting in the crowd, um, to do that. But yeah, they way too much time in a million dollar man. Right. Uh, just, just way too much. And the mass, I thought there were massive We Want Brett chants during there. Maybe they were piped in, but I thought the, the crowd was very loud for We Want Brett. So that, that was good mm-hmm. at least. They're kind of really doing that. But again, as you might know, way too much time on Millionaire Man, uh, during this match. So, uh, ready for me to go on to the next? Yeah. yeah Cause we kind of had, uh, a little bit dull here. Cause I'll take Dwight the Clown unless you really. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So get quick. Quick squash from Doink. Uh, he does spray Million Dollar Man, so it kind of makes it seem like that's going to be the, uh, the feud. Right. Uh, but then standard squash wins with a whoopee cushion, so kind of nothing. Uh, then we get the head shrinkers coming out, or sorry, we get, uh, the Quebecers and right. Captain Lou comes out. He brings out the Quebecers, like we mentioned. The crowd definitely kind of pops for like a, a entrance, like just a surprise factor, but they really did nothing to make the head shrinkers face except just coming out with Captain Lou. Uh, Alpha's really weird out there, still acting like a, you know, quote unquote savage, but trying to be a face. So we'll really see if this team works at all. The Quebecers, uh, like, act stupidly scared of, right. the, of the Head Shrinkers. Uh, and my note says, Head Shrinkers couldn't even, haven't beat anyone. They can't even make WrestleMania card. Like, and Quebecers are scared of these guys, especially when I feel like Bad the Mission have been position is more devastating than the Head Shrinkers. So yeah. just really, really bizarre. Uh, the crowd kind of gets into it by the end of it. I think just excited about like a uh, possibility of a uh, 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 about it. Right. Well, it's like this is the thing too. Like, like Albana even says it. You, you said I can put any two guys together. You, you didn't put them together. They were already yeah. tag team. Yeah. They already even have a damn manager too. Like, so you're just shitting on um, the Sika, who's office officer manager. So like you're just shitting on him. It's like so weird. Like so, what you're doing is is better than what Alpha could have done for them, and you're gonna lead them to to the titles. Like I just still feel like somebody else was coming in, or or somebody was gonna be put together or something. I just feel like there had to be a mix up, but maybe not. I mean, it's, it's yeah the WWF tag scene, so they yeah, yeah. they really don't care that that much about it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, just really weird. But we'll see if the Headshakers get over as a face team. But they don't feel like a face team to me. No, not so. at all. And then uh, from there we get a quick squash from One Two Three Kid versus the Phantom. Uh, I believe the Phantom is Gangrel here. I know he was working that a lot with job matches and stuff. Okay. Um, he wins with the Moonsault, which is pretty cool. Like just yep. cool to see that in this era still. Um, and then we get Crush and a quick squash, and this is where they pan to, like, Nikolai Volkov yep. in the stands again. So kind of just trying to keep him, which is so <laughs> random. Uh, like, he gets so much air. Like, there's these guys, there's all these guys, I don't know why this year of all t- of all time, maybe because Vince is going through such bad times, but, like, all these, like, 80s MSG guys are starting to pop up, like Volkov, Albana's here. Uh, you're just seeing like some of the older guys just kind of backling, you know, we have on, on, on the roster still. Yeah. Just like these older guys kind of playing Martel even from the early eighties, but, um, just 
going to be kind of interesting and just to see how that kind of plays out. I wish, I, like fantasy booking wise, of what of what happens soon with, with the stable. I wish it would have been all older like '80s WWF guys down on their luck. Like I wish it had been a bunch of um, yeah. Nikolai Volkovs in this situation, but that's a that's a fantasy booking for another time. But a stable a stable can't be worse. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I I, I couldn't, couldn't be that much worse as the wet uh, does come to fruition out of yeah. this. And the only other put it thing I put out there is like the amount of money I, I know that I think they sneak them in for the spots, but it's like the amount of money wasted on front row tickets to give right. it like it's like Vince is going broke because he's spending, you know, losing two hundred dollar tickets at front row exactly. tapings for July. Um and then uh anything else after that? I, I nothing nope. on the crush man, it sucks. Nope. Um his music I, I think he played oh yeah, he's in superstars, but he has one of the worst musics of all time. His entrance theme music, like, I don't know if you heard it, but it's terrible. It's one of the worst, I think, in, in, in the WWF history. Uh, right. and they talk about for Raw that there's gonna be a 10, the 10 man tag match that was skipped at WrestleMania is gonna be next week. And then we get Earthquake and Adam Bomb, uh, gonna fight as well. Uh, so basically a couple of rematches from WrestleMania are like, supposedly matches that basically bring up that, you know, Adam Bomb got tricked into the match. So they're gonna have a, a real fight, uh, next week. So pretty cool for the following week that there's some, some, Marquee matchups brought up, so, uh, but it's still again weird. Nothing about King of the Ring, uh, and, and this this superstars definitely was lacking. Or sorry, this Raw was definitely lacking some some like any storylines moving ahead, except for the tag right. team, except for the tag team, right? Right. Um. All right. Uh, we got next superstars. This one's uh taped to the same location. This is the end of the taping, so. Uh, this is April, April 2nd. So we're in April. So pretty cool stuff there. Um, and then we get, uh, Razor Ramon coming out to start off. Uh, and pretty cool. He attacks Johnny Polo. They're like, they're doing commentary in the aisle, which have they ever done this before? Like, I don't, I don't remember this. So. Yeah. So definitely like cool, different look. Like instead of the, uh, in my notes, like instead of the boring normal green screen, uh, right. they kind of like are in the aisle, kind of more like modern day where, you know, Jim Ross would kind of stand at the, the ringside kind of getting pumped up for the pay-per-view. But Razor comes out, attacks Polo. Polo says he gets hit in the eye with his toothpick. So uh, the King kind of subs in then for him. Um, I'm guessing what happened was the King wasn't there for commentary. So then they kind of took Polo out and, you know, mm-hmm. recorded it. So definitely some things. Uh, classic uh, Razor, Razor victory. Easy squash. He looks solid. Crowd's definitely massively high them. And then during that, they keep talking about Vince keeps bringing up about Luger's big moment ruined. Right. Uh, right. What a loser! Um, and then they they show a bunch of highlights for WrestleMania, saying you know now the encore is over, but uh, they're really trying to set up the tape. So they show a lot of Luger's uh, the Luger match uh, mm-hmm. versus Yoko. So cool idea, right? Like it's two weeks after, like you you're not buying a pay per view and be like, oh, I just watched it two weeks in Superstar. So. Uh, you only get a clip of it, so and they're trying to sell the tape, so I'm okay with that. Uh, that kind of like moment. I know like later on, right? WCW gets you know punished for that for like showing full pay per view matches like the next night at Nitro, which is right, not a great, right. a great move. This one makes sense. Like you're trying to sell it weeks after it happens, so I'm okay with that. Anything on the subs yeah. of? No, uh, I don't think you got that good. Uh, it's just kind of weird. Like they are kind of like. I don't know. They're not really doing it intentionally, but they're kind of like focusing on Luger losing, like being a loser. Yeah. Like, like, like he can't win the big one. Like you already kind of did that with SummerSlam with Yoko, yep. and now you're just like making that part of his character that he can't really win the big one. So, um, it'll be interesting to see going forward how that how they handle that. Um, from there we get a quick a quick uh, crush squash. Not the best squash worker, so nothing really of note there. Yeah. Um. And then, like, our kind of, like, main event style matchup here, we get... Uh, can, I, can, I, can I seek in one thing real quick out yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they have this note the wrong spot, uh, I'm just checking. They they mentioned during there that Men on the Mission won the tag team championships on, like, a Sunday in Europe, but then lost them to the Quebecers on Wednesday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, yeah, I thought it was cold. very interesting, right? <laughs> Especially because they're trying to put over the Quebecers versus Hedgehikers. So right, it's, like, right. weird they, like, have this, so... It might be too why we're a little flaky, not maybe from the superstars, but the Raws is. I wonder if more people are in Europe already, so like that's why the Raws they're bringing uh, out Coco yeah. and Pushmakers. I just thought of that as, as they were saying this. No, but that's maybe a good that, call. That's a maybe good that's call. why we're getting some of this random random stuff. So well, uh, it's that I, time of year too. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, right, you know, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, 
same thing with like 97 and like the European, like the ECW shows and everything like that. It's that time yeah. of year, like February, I think early, early in the year, but yeah. Yeah. No, that makes perfect sense actually. It's yeah. Good and call. Then, yeah. And so, but just interesting again, we got to put over men on the mission winning the, the championship, obviously. And then, uh, just interesting. They're not going to go with them. They're going to go with the head shrinkers instead. So that's why I don't get why they switch it to. And that's another Jerry Jarrett thing. They switch the titles all the time in Memphis to, to, to pop a, a live crowd, but which is which is fine, right? I mean, it is. Yeah, it is. It's, it's the tag belt, so it's not like they're like focused on heavily or anything like that. But yeah, I, I, at least give them a couple of weeks. Like men on a mission, like at least let the the raw crowd see them with the belts well, and, and which that is, kind of thing. I forget we had this happen last <laughs> the exact same time last year. Remember, like the Steiners and Money Inc. kept losing right. the title back and forth. Right. But what I don't right. get is like, why not then sell it for a week? Like, oh, Men on a Mission won a tag team. Anything can happen yep. on a house show. Instead of the next night losing it again, like it, it, it just feels like you have like a cool advertising tool of like, oh, anything can happen on a house show, and then right. don't even have time to sell it. So just really weird. So sorry to interrupt. I just had to give our boys. No, no, no. I'm I had to give our, our our young man Mo. Put that some, in there. Yeah. <laughs> give our young man Mo some cred. <laughs> exactly. All right. So um. Right. So yeah. So we got Jeff Jarrett versus um Thurman Spark. His friends call him Sparky Spark. <laughs> and there's another thing. There's another thing I have a problem with. So it's Thurman Sparky Plug, but it's supposed to be Sparky Thurman Plug because it's supposed to play off of STP. The motor oil, current, yep. whatever it is for NASCAR, but they mess it up and say Thurman Sparky Plug TSP. Um, so that just doesn't make uh, my OCD brain. It just doesn't uh, compute, I guess. But his friends call him Sparky, so we'll go with that. Um, this is actually a pretty fun, like back and forth match too. Like two younger guys kind of trying to find their footing. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, athletic, and then I put like the colors here are beautiful too. Like these two, like oh my god, just the the, the bright. This is like new generation defined right here. This match, like it's just <laughs> yeah. awesome. Um, there's like a, a point in the match where like there's a one like a three count with Holly's legs under the ropes, and the the ref kind of catches it and then restarts the match, um, which then turns into Holly pinning Jarrett with Jarrett's foot on the ropes, and it doesn't get restarted so it's kind of weird they screw the heel in this case um like you know he he obviously was in the right like his foot was on the rope so um weird kind of booking there i guess um and then like Jarrett like calls him to come back out after the like like holly's the winner he wants him to come back out um and then doink comes out instead to distract him which like why does he need to be out here i don't know but he distracts him and like uh, Jared, he just tracks Jared and Holly rolls him up and like joint counts a three. Like, I don't know who the hell gave him a, a referee license or whatever, but, um, apparently I, I wrote, like, I think we're getting the wrong program too. I, I was hoping we would get a Holly versus Jarrett feud or program, but I think we might be getting a Jarrett versus Doink program. Your favorite. Which sucks because, yeah, it's like, God, like, I guess they can make it work. I guess like Jared is such a uh, show your ass type of heel that they can make it work maybe. Yeah. But I, I really wish like Holly and Jared would have been the the feud to kind of highlight the two younger athletic guys going forward. Yeah, it, it's interesting too, especially if his dad's working. Like you think you'd give him. Uh, he doesn't right. need to be high profile. He has to be fighting Brett, but he would think better than he would think like, oh, Doink's gonna get him over. So right, interesting right. there. Um. Uh, and uh, I, di- I did write it down, sorry to say this is pretty cool, but I got to put my notes, that Bob Holly was, like, running around with Dink on, like, his shoulder, which I thought was pretty cool. <laughs> right. Uh, right. And then and Doink, I don't even know if I mentioned, he got a, uh, an easy squash match, so it was terrible. But um, yeah. there. And then we got uh, some our IRS tax tips. Uh, then we get Bam Bam Bigel at the quick squash. Uh, and as he's walking back, he's kind of, you know, they, they kind of do this a couple times, but he's mm-hmm. watching the green screen, and then out comes Earthquake, like really cool. Uh, they run into each other. I thought this could be a cool feud. Uh, feud. So I wonder, uh, I wonder if they're like they'll uh, if they'll they'll get into a feud here. But that was pretty cool, like just them kind of bumping into each other. Definitely like, oh man, that kind of looks exciting. Uh, I hope they do. Yeah, I hope this yeah. is a feud. Yeah. So uh, I, I thought that was pretty cool. And then uh, Earthquake with the standard squash with the 
the uh, sit down. Yeah. It's definitely not over as like a face, but like they kind of done. We've talked about this, you know, maybe a month or so ago. Like they did nothing to bring him back. Like he was just random right. back. Cold. Uh, yeah. I don't even has he done an interview even? <laughs> like I don't think no, so. No character work. So. Uh, you know, whatever it is, what it is, but I'd be excited to see a Bam Bam and Earthquake. I think that could be a cool feud. So let's see if that goes anywhere off from that. So I, uh, that's all I got for Superstars. Anything else yep. you had? Nope, I think we're good. All right, so we move on. To, we'll move on to awards. Yep. Uh, yeah. Again, the only interesting thing just on all these is like no mention of King of Ring. I, I know you got a hard sell. Uh, WrestleMania replay Mania. and stuff. Yeah. We, we skipped a lot. I mean, there's so many. Um, there were so right. many highlight videos like throughout this yeah. package. So for the encore and then the tape, but it's just interesting they haven't brought up King of the Ring yet. Uh, and it, it actually really didn't bring up that they were in Europe, like European tour. So again, just like some of the marketing decisions of like sell some of these products. Like I, I don't know, I'm a big marketing guy. Sometimes things go overboard, but like it's not hard to sprinkle in like little ads and commercials for it. Uh, you know, hey, we're in Europe. Hey, we're in. Uh, you know, hey, King of the Ring's coming up. Like, don't forget. So, um. Really interesting. Well, I wonder, I wonder too if, like, you know, Vince not being there full time. Yeah, yeah. Um, if little little details are falling through the cracks because of that, you know. Yep, I, I, that's a, a great point. It pro- it's probably true. Uh, so we got let's get to our awards. We got most new gen outfit. Right. Uh, I'm gonna go with Macho, like on the on that first uh, Raw. Like I thought his outfit was like really out there, so I'm gonna go with that one. I'm gonna go the the match you mentioned. I'm gonna steal from you because you you had a great point that the double J versus oh, yeah. Funky Plug, yes. <laughs> just ring attire. And then when you, once you throw a Doink and Dink in there, like the amount oh, right. of off off uh, you know palette yeah, colors was amazing. Bob Ross orgy. Yeah, right. <laughs> so good. Uh, we got most new gem performer. I'm actually gonna go Jared. I think he had two pretty solid matches, and his character work was pretty good. So I'm gonna go Jeff. Jeff Jarrett. That's a good one. Uh, man, is there anyone that likes? I'm gonna try to find. I'm gonna go with Tatanka and the headdress. Uh, just okay. I thought I thought like that was pretty cool, and that IRS viewed like I don't know where kind of built up. So I think we get a yeah. lot of pride to put it to him. So, uh, worst match or segments? Uh, there was anything like crazy bad. Like I don't know. Like the the match that I, I was just kind of felt like it was nothing was the smoking gun segment because there's not. Yep. They're so uninspiring, so I'm just yeah. gonna go with their little squash. Match. I'm gonna go crush. Like he got beat. He was here under twice. He got beat pretty handily by Macho Man, and they kind right. of put him over like he's a big deal. And I don't know. His squashes are okay, but he's he, mm-hmm. he should be more dominant. So uh, I'll go there. Best go best master segments. Um, partly because the excitement of this guy coming back, but uh, I'm gonna go with the Jarrett versus Coco match. Oh, all right. Uh, versus Coco. I gotta go Coco. Coco's music hitting yeah. and be yes. like popping and be like, what did I hit? put the wrong one on? Right. Like, I literally <laughs> right. could not believe when I heard it. It was awesome. It was awesome. And the crowd was into it. Like, it's not just like, oh, this awesome return and the crowd just sits there. Like, right. that crowd was right. flapping, flapping away. Yeah, uh, stock up. Um, I have to double down and, and go Jarrett. I just think, you know, we yep. kind of showed a little bit here. So I'm gonna go with yeah. him. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how much he gets used over the summer. Definitely doing some high-profile matches coming up. So right. Really cool to see, you know, if that keeps going with his kind of dad. But, again, you like you mentioned he might be going to the joint match. It's not like he was, like, brought right into, like, Challenge Brett. So I think it's, like, a subtle right. Uh, right. You know, move up the ladder for him. Uh, stock up for me. I'm just going to go Bret Hart. Just the interview. It was nothing okay. great. But, you know, just putting him out there the first night. Did it, right, title did it make him, yeah, title reign, didn't make him look silly with, like, losing to Owen, like, just the face of your company now, uh, so I'm just going to put him. Uh, anyone stock down? Oh, Luger, for sure. Luger, yeah. Like, the, he's just portrayed as, like they said, a loser, like, he's just portrayed, like, even though he's winning and they're putting him over everything, he's just portrayed as just this guy that can't win the big one, so. Yeah. I just feel like he's just, I, it's getting harder and harder to take him serious. Yeah, agreed. And he's in multiple matches, like where they just, right. just constantly rip on him. I'm, I'm gonna go. Our, our boys met on a mission, uh, just for That's the fact call. that they won the title, barely announced. Like you didn't even have it in your notes because it was really All thrown right. away. Like it was just thrown away line. And then, uh, you know, they just get skipped over by the head shrinkers, which again we were kind of confused on the finish of WrestleMania. 
Uh, I'm still not sure how they won again, but uh, if it was count out or DQ, but like they won at WrestleMania. So like they should get a rematch. So I just feel like it's not really their fault, but like obviously Vince had some, some problem with them going forward. Yeah. So, uh, disappointed just because it's our, our boys, but uh, we'll, we'll see if they come back and make a, another appearance or not. So, uh, but I'll, I'll call them sock down for this week. So, uh, fun, fun recap of WrestleMania, some good stuff, some feuds starting up. And then, uh, hopefully next week, I think we start on the King of the Ring. We got some cool segments coming up that I know of. We kind oh, of, yeah. we, we kind of got over it a little bit, but like, I feel like the million dollar man was in here a lot, especially on the Raws. So I think he's going right. to be a big part of the next couple weeks coming through. Uh, you, you kind of mentioned the rise of Diesel. Like, there's a lot going to happen in the next couple weeks. Uh, and then yeah. we'll really get started in the King of the Ring, and uh, I just can't wait for all the clips of our Donovan to come up. So I, we got a fun, <laughs> right. fun summer ahead of us. So right, and, and all the guys that are in focus are the younger guys now. Like I think we're like, you know, full bloom new generation. Even though there's some, you know, older guys mixed in to kind of help along, but this is your 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 core roster is this new talent. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see kind of like the twists and turns of these guys. Yep. Definitely looking forward to it. So uh, thanks, everyone, for joining us, and we'll see you again, everyone, in two weeks. All right.